Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Coming up on NBA Today, Kawhi and Paul George hit the court for the first time this season. We have full highlights. Plus, that loss to the Lakers is the Clippers. It put the Lakers in an 0-2 hole to start the season. Clearly, they need shooting. But what roster change options do they actually have? Woj will be joining us. And two Eastern heavyweights squared off in Philly last night. We break down Giannis and Embiid's performances. All of that and more. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, joined by NBA champion Richard Jefferson. That, that would be you. Two-time WNBA All-Star Chanea Gumake and senior writers Zach Lowe, Brian Windhorst, Kendrick Perkins is going to be stopping by in just a little bit. You can tell it's Friday in our studio. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the games that happened last night. Wait, there's We're games start. last night? Two you watch them. them? Two of them? Yeah, I watch them. I'm so proud of you. Per We're my obligation, per my job, I am required Kawhi to watch Leonard the Lakers play. The action for the first time in 400. 193 days. You know, we have parts there. of your job that you don't like. That's me every time I'm watching the Lakers. Well, good thing we're not going to talk to you about this. And we're going to start with Zach because I know there are things that stood out to you yeah, about John Wall. This guy also came back, and this is what John Wall brings to the table. This is just 30 seconds of John Wall being also a mid-range jumper. That's cool. Hey, back on defense. Here come the Lakers. They probably missed or something. Boom. <laughs> Corner three. This is the north-south gear the Clippers do not have. This is what they need from John Wall. Another miss. And here comes John Wall. Push, push, push. Corner three. Love this it. is a gear they don't have. And by the way, welcome back, John Wall. Yeah. Welcome back. Yes. So that was John Wall. We'll go ahead to the second quarter here, Richard, because Kawhi Leonard, this is when we saw him for the first time. He was the 11th guy to play for the Clippers. Well, And look, you understand that this is a tactical thing. And look, when I, we're talking about Tyron Lue, he's going to do what is best for his team tactically. They decided to sit him down to start the game so he could be available late in the game. And look, I guarantee you they were glad they had him. Well, then you can see Darvin Ham's message there. Contest without fouling. The internet did what the internet does with that. Let's go ahead to the third <laughs> quarter here. The clip's up six at this point, Janae. Look, Kawhi Leonard, this is exactly why you're excited. No matter whether he st- comes off the bench or starts, this is what he does. 14 points in 21 minutes. You can imagine later in the season, he's going to be great and in peak form. But watch. Speaking of peak form. LeBron James reminded everybody who he is, what he does. Yeah, Father Time don't want none of that action. Oh, we see Father Time watching that. Yeah, yeah, I had to watch it. that commercial on the Jumbotron Did in you? Crypto.com a- last night. I hear your voice it. first, and it just throws me every time. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, Lonnie Look, Walker with the bounce. The Lakers competed. They yes. did, and that's yes. one thing you can ask. They played better defensively, but at the end of the day, Zubats, Leonard, PG, they showed up and showed out. Well, under a minute left to play here. Let's go ahead to this. The Clippers at four. Kawhi. Ooh, just funny shot. buries the mid-range jumper. The Clippers, they go on to win 103-97. I caught up with Paul George afterwards. It felt great. It felt great. He got his feet wet. It was nice. He came in, knocked his first couple shots down. Uh, he won't admit it, but I'm sure there's a little nerves in there. 
Um, but it was great. He had a great showing. It was fun to be out there with him. You know, credit to him. He could have easily started. He did it for the team. He did it for himself to get ready. Um, you know, just, just a selfless player. We, we love having him back. He looked good again tonight. Um, I can't wait to get this thing going. Start another one on Saturday. You got to gradually um, play minutes in order to get the ACL strong. Um, once you start playing 38 minutes first game, you could, it could easily weaken up. But, you know, I'm listening to the doctors with that. And uh, like I said, it's a long season. Um, we want to get in the playoffs and want me to play in the playoffs. Um, you know, these first weeks, uh, you know, it's not so important, but they are. But like I said, we got players that can fill that role for me. Now welcoming in senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, Kawhi came off the bench for the first time since 2013, just alluded to not playing in back-to-backs to start the year. So what is the plan for him moving forward here? Yeah, Malika, the, the plan is to see how he responds to the increased workload, certainly how uh, the knee responds uh, to uh, having not played for 15 months. And so certainly the Clippers have so much depth they're, they've got two of everything, right? They're like Noah's Ark. And so they're, they're a team that can withstand, uh, you know, not playing significant minutes with Kawhi Leonard early. You know, they want him to be able to have him at the end of games, and they also don't want him to have long stretches where he sits. Uh, so I think for uh, the Clippers, they're uniquely able to get through the regular season, uh, kind of modifying Kawhi Leonard's minutes as they go, knowing that this is a team uh, whose ultimate goal is winning a championship and having him uh, at an optimum level by the end of the year. All right, so if the Clippers are Noah's Ark, then on the other side, the Lakers, they are trying to stop just the flood of noise that is coming in to make moves. But, Woj, what are the stakes here for the Lakers, and how does that impact their strategy up to this point? Malika, the stakes are making a move or moves when they ultimately do that give them a chance in future years to win a title while LeBron James is still uh, playing at an all-NBA level, and, and certainly Anthony Davis is a uh, part in it. But the, the deals that were there this summer are essentially what would be there right now, and those are the two-pick deals, which is really the only assets the Lakers have. They're 27, 29 first-round picks. The Indiana deals they talked about, the Utah trades. And I think L.A. looked at those deals and said, yes, we would be better, but we wouldn't be good enough, and they mm. wouldn't set us up. Uh, to be a championship-level team. And so I think for the Lakers, you know, you, you know, they're going to certainly talk to teams, but there's a level of desperation teams know they have. No one uh, is going to do a deal with L.A. for anything, um, but uh, asking for a lot right now, you're the Lakers, you really have to wait 20 games, mm. uh, see what teams may start to pivot, uh, and look at what might be out there for deals that aren't the two-pick deals. Maybe it's a one-pick deal. Maybe that's somebody who's looking to get money off and trades uh, somebody with more money left on their contract for Westbrook's expiring deal. Uh, or things start to present themselves, especially in a year mm. where you know there's going to be tanking for Victor Wembayana, and all of a sudden a team has an injury, a team decides instead of chasing the play-in, let's get in the lottery. And I think for the Lakers, you know, they've got to be patient so that they don't compound the mistake they made, which was trading all of their assets mm. for Russell Westbrook. Um, three players that they could have packaged in other ways or kept, uh, been able to kept Alex Caruso by not taking on Westbrook's deal. 
and trading a pick uh, to not compound that with another deal that they see as short-sighted. And remember, Rob Palenka got a contract extension. Mm. LeBron James is on an extension. Yep. Palenka does not have to go out and try to do a deal that saves him in the short term. And I think that's part of ownership's thinking is if we're going to commit to Rob Palenka in the job, he helped us win a championship uh, in 2000 in the bubble. We're going to allow him to reshape this roster. Um, let's not do a deal here that when people are just clamoring for it, that ultimately, again, is short-sighted and doesn't get him ultimately toward being able to really try to reshape the roster uh, and chase another championship. Again, the 2027-29 picks, those are really the assets they have. Yeah. And once you burn them, that's it. They're gone, and you don't really have any way to improve the team. Very interesting. So it doesn't seem that the Lakers are going to be moving in haste here. Woj, thank you so much for your time. We will see you later on NBA Countdown. As a reminder, here are the Lakers' next 10 games. It, it really doesn't get easier. Look, they host Dame Blazers on Sunday. They play the Nuggets twice next week, along with the new-look Timberwolves. So, Brian, you said something in our pre-show meeting about the biggest question that you have for the Lakers as you're looking at these first two games. What is that? Yeah, uh, what Woj just said about them waiting 20 games is a lot what the league does think that they should do. They think they might need to wait 40 games. They might have to even wait 50 games for the trade deadline. What the league and I feel the same way has some question about is in this interim, yeah. in these games now, why are the Lakers prioritizing making sure Russell Westbrook is comfortable when they should be prioritizing LeBron James is comfortable. They are mm. bending over backwards, and they did it again last night when they were playing the, the, the exact style of ball that LeBron wants, which is defense and grind it out. And then they bring Russ back in the fourth quarter because, they're again, they, they're trying not to alienate him. They, from the day that Darvin Ham took over, his number one priority has been what? Maximizing the team around the all-time generational players, still providing huge numbers, or dealing with the guy who's past his prime, who's, who's too surly to be taken to, 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 to understand the reality. Mm. And that is what is mystifying the league as they watch the Lakers start this season. Why are they not doing what's most important for their best player? Mm. Like, for me, when I, I watch it, it is, to your point, it's like you have Anthony Davis, right? And he's already always talked about, hey, like, I want to play the four. I don't really particularly like the five. I want the, that. That's my, my sweet position, right? LeBron James needs shooter around them. All of those things can be solved by just moving somebody to the bench if a person is willing to sacrifice that part of their game and just saying, hey, I need to play better. But as the media member and as we're talking, even as a former player, when you go up there and you shoot the way you do, your team doesn't play well, and you hear it's like, oh, no, we play well, we did some things. But to their point, they did. This is what they did. They only had nine turnovers, right, for, for the Lakers. That's why they were in that game. So you got to compliment on them. They forced the Clippers into 21 turnovers. So, like, they were doing so many positive things. But there is still one part that's always going to be missing. You will not win games if you do not flood the court with as much shooting as possible. And that's not what they're doing. And we're going to sound redundant. But that's just basketball. So I don't know what else to say. Zach, what else is there to say? I don't really think there's, there's much else to say. Else to say. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. it's, just, it's not going to work with Russ. It hasn't worked with Russ. We're in a lot of games now of sample size about this. And look, it, it, to, to RJ's point, LeBron is the best guy ever with the ball. So you're not going to take the ball out of his hands. Nope. Russ is just not going to do anything without the ball. He just stands there and his defender doesn't guard him. And that's it. He, with this idea that he's going to cut and screen and shoot corner threes should already be dead and buried five years ago. He's not going to do it.
Yeah, there are three things that made the Lakers win a championship. The first one is LeBron and AD play like the stars that they are. And I know, Zach, we talked about it a little bit on your pod as well. You got to be top 10 Ooh, in the, the category, top 10 in that category to really move the needle as a two-star NBA team. So AD and LeBron, you've got that check. Secondly, you need to have that defense. And that championship defense back in 2020 was on point. Lastly, you need that shooting that Richard alludes to. Those three things, the Lakers have two. They have LeBron and AD. They improved on the defense mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Those are the signs. They had, I, I believe it was at nine. Oh, no, they had 12 steals yesterday. Their defense improved. Coach Darvin Ham said that the glaring omission is out of the three, they don't have that shooting. And until they get that shooting, that's the only thing that can push them over the hump to be a competitive team in the West. I watched that game, and I saw that it was interesting. Nine for 29, I believe, the Clippers shot from three. It was like, hey, we held them to nine threes. The Lakers shot nine for 45 from three, and that was by design. So many threes are being shot because – they're going to force you to beat them from there, and that is a recipe for disaster because they just don't have the pieces to be able to make that happen. So they're already playing with limitations. I, look, there's nothing else we can say. Yeah. Let's we bring don't have in. There, there nothing else. Then, then let's bring in Kendrick Perkins. Hey, Perk. Oh. I got something to say. You know I always do. Look, here's, here's how I'm feeling about the situation. Tell us. If you can't trade Russell Westbrook right now, which I believe you should try to trade him right now, then I believe you should send him home. Because me look watching the game yesterday, Russ looked not engaged. He looked miserable. And it's unfair to him at this moment. Listen, it's been bad since he's arrived in L.A. He hasn't been able to fit in at all. And look, I understand he's not known for a three-point shooter. I get that. But at some point, Russell Westbrook, that is playing with his mental. The, 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 the noise is playing with his mentality. It has been for the last year and a half. And so now, all of a sudden, it's not like he's been, uh, 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 he's been any type of help towards the Lakers. And, and now this relationship can't go up. It's going down. Like, mm-hmm. I saw when Darvin Ham took him out the game last night in the fourth quarter, his body language said it all on the bench. And you can see him kind of saying things under his breath, or he might have been saying it out loud. At this point, like, don't just make Russ suffer. Like, he's not this bad of a player. Mm-hmm. I get it. He's not the Russ of the MVP status, mm-hmm. but don't just hold on to him. Don't just have him out there. Don't just have him looking bad because he don't want to be there. And to be honest, the Lakers don't want him there. So why even try to make it work at this point? Get it. You can't trade him. But how about sending him home until you can find a trade or when they get 20 games into the season, go ahead and make that move. Okay, so before we put a, a, to put a quick bow on this conversation, Zach, I know there was one specific play that stood out to you that you wanted to show us. Yeah, for all the talk about the jump shooting and the three-point shooting, those four blue dots at the rim are just as important as anything else. His layups have fallen off. In this one, he sees Kawhi there and just says, I'm out, I'm bailing, I don't even want to challenge Kawhi. And because I have problems, <laughs> oh, I remember my. this. That's exactly the same kind of thing from 2014 when Kawhi was becoming Kawhi in overtime of the conference finals up by one. The similarities are eerie, except this time Russ is like, I'm not even going to try you. Kawhi comes from the same spot, makes the same motion. It's really incredible. But look, again, all the focus on the three-point shooting. Yeah, that's a problem. His layup game has fallen off a cliff in the last two years, too. He's Mm. just bonking stuff off the glass, and it's just... 
I don't know what else to say. Perk said it. Perk said it. So Lakers Clippers was the first game of our doubleheader last night. Next, we're going to check in on, or that was the second game rather, we're going to check in on the first. We have our reaction to last night's thriller in Philadelphia. Our panel's impressions on the Sixers star duo through two games. Don't worry, Zach. We're also going to get to Milwaukee. I got you covered. The box. Plus, <laughs> the Celtics, they visit South Beach tonight to take on the Heat on ESPN. Brian Windhorst details why this might be the best rivalry in the game today. And everybody knows Richard loves yeah. TikTok. We're going to dedicate an entire segment to his side Damn hustle. right we are. TikTok, this my side quest. Bro, listen. What? I could have a donut, dog. I've been here since 7.30. Man, you can't have no this donut. Put that donut. Cream. Put that. And, and then look, this is my cheat day. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. NBA Today is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Right now, we were able to get a win, so I'm happy I can go eat my uh, cheesesteak. What'd you go, whiz wheat? Whiz wheat. I can go with my whiz wheat. And what? Wick wick whiz. Wick whiz. Last week has been. Somebody grab me one, please. Hey, give me the the steak one with the mushroom and cheese, American cheese, please. In Philly, they call that whiz wit. Give me the. This is the whiz whiz. I got, I got, I got the whiz whiz. Whiz wit. That doesn't sound right to me though. With wit, with wit, with wit. Okay. Go with my with wit. And what? Wit 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 is it? He got mad. Look. <laughs> is it whiz wit or wit whiz? Why are you asking Perk? Asking Perk oh my God. Oh, Perk <laughs> I know Perk. Knows. Is it whiz wit or wit whiz? Well, I, no, I, don't look at me. I, 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 I'll, t- I, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this much. When it comes down to food, I'm going to speak English very, very well. <laughs> Let's move on. Giannis versus Joel Embiid in Philadelphia last night. The Sixers hosting the Bucks. 
I'm gonna leave this one alone. That's brotherly love right there well, in the know, city of brotherly you, love. Didn't you, something pick, else. Yeah. Did you pick Perk's nose hair? Yeah, you know, maybe. Let's All start right. helping my brother out. Let's talk about James Harden here. James Harden is doing what James Harden. It is so good to see him off to a good start. Now, Philly's got to figure out some things, but the fact that these guys are kind of off, they're rolling, it's good to see James Harden kind of reclaiming that dominant ball score. Look, he is doing some positive things in Philly, but the Bucks doing what the Bucks do, moving the ball, spreading the ball. Grayson Allen passes it out to the big fella, knocks it down, Wesley Matthews with the big three. It's amazing what happens when you have shooting. Well, then you can go to the <clears throat> watch this one more time. Great. What a pass. Just great slide up. Yeah, yeah that's what they do. That, yeah, it's a yeah. great slide up, give a little bit more space, and then right here. One more opportunity for the Sixers. You would think that Joel Embiid would be the one who would be taking the final shot. Yeah, you would, but this is where you have a great team. He makes the right kind of, or tries to make the right play, but that was not. He sees Giannis come over, mm. but great Bucks defense. You help the helper, the person that's helping, you help them. Then here, a little slip, pick, and roll. Look, now their next star wasn't passing the ball, right? Right? And look, honestly, yes, what was uh, was Maxi open? Yes, but for me, I, I'm James Harden. You got to finish that. James Harden, we've seen him hit some of the most difficult shots. That's going to his left. You got to knock that down, and I think that's the way they feel. Great defense by Drew Holiday. The Bucks hang on to win 90 to 88. Here is James Harden after the game. I'm a workaholic, so just being not being able to put the work in like I normally do was was you know frustrating. Um, this summer I had that opportunity to, and then even up until this point, you know, I feel really good. So a lot of pe people don't see the work that I put in, you know what I mean? Like this this scoring ability and all this other stuff doesn't come without work, you know what I mean? So as much as people want to talk about all the other stuff that don't really matter, uh, I'm a workaholic, and I, and I love, to be, love to be in the gym, and I love to play basketball. Okay, so look, he talked about the good, the bad, the ugly. We got a little bit of this, but James Harden is right. A lot of people don't see the work that he puts in because he is an offensive innovator. Some of the step backs, some of the the arm throughs, so many things that he has done has been next level, but I want Shanae to show me some of the things that you saw. Yeah, the big question about the Sixers coming into the season was will James Harden, how good will he be? Will mm -hmm. he be vintage? We've also already passed that, but he was great, and I want to show you exactly how great he was. First two games, 30 points, the only other people to do that, Wilt and AI, and watch this isolation. Watch Joel Embiid. He makes space for his guy to cook, gets to his bag, turns to his left. Now, I know you were critical of him not making the last shot, but he made a lot of crucial shots with Joel Embiid on the bench for them to stay competitive. Again, attacks the double team. Joel Embiid kicks it out to his mate, and he finishes. James Harden has looked amazing to start the season. That's going to be very important for them to be successful. Yeah, but and look, there are certain things that he's got to do. He's got to communicate better. Look, if you're going to have a guy that's going to be playing, he doesn't even know who he's guarding right there. So I'm not going to put the full blame on him, but he's got to give extra effort. If you're going to win a championship, you have to give second and third efforts from all eight, nine What's guys that are this, in though? your rotation. Just watching, just chilling, not getting back, not doing the things that they're supposed to. Again, Right now, Giannis, you got four people in the paint. You got three people around. I don't know what just happened to that graphic, but ultimately what we're going to talk about right now is that James Harden is doing special things. He is an offensive guy, and we're really kind of digging what he's doing. Well, but at the end of the day, right, Richard, the, the most important statistic for James Harden, for the Philadelphia 76ers, it's got to be winning, right? Even yep. looking at this, although Cheney mentioned AI and Wilt Chamberlain, so 
that's kind of where we're at back here with Kendrick Perkins, Brian Windhorst, and Zach Lowe. Brian, I'm just going to start with you here. What stood out to you from this game? Let's say two things about the Sixers. Number one, obviously it was not a good uh, Joel Embiid game. He's going to play better than this, we know. James Harden's first step, which is one of his biggest weapons, appears to be much improved. I don't think it's quite where it was when he was in Houston winning the MVP, but last year he couldn't get that first step. He's got that first step. That bodes well. Second thing I'm going to say is in the Eastern Conference this year, you were going to get your nose bloodied. You were going to have tough, you're going to lose games where you maybe are a little bit off. So while it's not great that the Sixers don't have Embiid churning early on, I'm not going to overreact mm. because the, there is so much competition in the Eastern Conference that you're going to have two-game losing streaks occasionally. And the most important thing is that, is that Harden looks so good. Right, particularly when you're looking at their first two games. They were up against folks that we just saw as Titans. Zach, what do you think here? Uh, I, I Look, other than the Harden-Embiid pick-and-roll, which is as effective as ever, uh, when you give Joel the ball inside the foul line, it's, it's automatic. Um, I, I'm concerned about they just don't seem to have a lot of synergy offensively. Like, Tyrese Maxey can't just be standing around when James Harden is in the game. They've got to be more than the, the sum of their parts. And right now, their offense is a little clunky mm. and sluggish. And the other thing is, I found it interesting. Doc Rivers last night went to P.J. Tucker at center instead of Montrezl Harrell and Paul Reed, and it worked. And I think that's a look we'll see going forward. But look, as Brian said, Embiid is off to a slow and kind of mopey start. He'll he'll get in gear and he'll be fine. And this team, yeah, they're going to win a lot of regular season games. It's two losses. That's fine. It's a long season. Perk? Yeah, and then it's two losses against the team that represented the Eastern Conference in the Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. And, and look, they held the Milwaukee Bucks to 90 points uh, last night. So on the defensive side of things, I thought they played well. The only thing that I would say Look, James Harden, has is he looks phenomenal. But he do have to realize that he still have to lose himself in the team. Instead of worrying about going out there on a night-to-night basis and worrying about proving the haters wrong, you need to worry about how you're going to get this win by still being the best version of yourself. Not saying that he's not trying to win, but take the I, 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 mm. and remember the team. And by the way, let me say this. And I'm going to stand on this. Hmm. And we all agree, I believe. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best basketball player in the world. I watched him last night and just the growth, right? 9 for 16 from the field, 21 points, 13 to 14 boards, and the 8 assists. Giannis do not get enough credit Hmm. for his playmaking ability, for his high IQ, for his leadership skills, When I look at this young man and I look at how he's growing every single year after winning all the accolades in the world, resume longer than the Starbucks line, he is the best player in the world, and he keeps proving everybody wrong because every single year he comes back, he gets better at something else. Well, and that's that's what you have to keep in mind in the context of Philadelphia early here. Who were they beaten by? They were beaten by the Bucks, and they were beaten by Boston, two teams mm-hmm. we expect to go far this year. And speaking of the Celtics, they represented the East in the finals last year, but they might not have if this shot had gone in. Two. 20 seconds to go. Jimmy, the three for the lead. Short rebound. Jalen taps it to Al Horford. Uh, I feel like I, I should have done more. Feels heartbreaking. Feels heartbreaking. I have to be better and I will be better. And the Boston Celtics will go to the NBA Finals.
ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. You're watching. Curry catch it. Fires three-pointer. Bang! NBA Today. Tatum Oh, big time flush with a right hand. Oh, that was nasty. He's the most dominant player in the NBA. You're watching NBA Today. Somebody get that baby out the street. I see you, Kawhi. Morant. Oh, my goodness. Morant into the air. You're watching NBA Today. I'm James Harden. I'm Joel Embiid. Harden C with the you watching it. You watch NBA, NBA today. So when NBA fans hear the word rivalry in the same sentence as Celtics, the next place that they think the conversation going is usually the Lakers, right? But make no mistake, one team has stood in Boston's way time and time again for the better part of the last decade, and that would be the Miami Heat. They met consecutively in 2010, 2011, 2012 in the playoffs. They met in two of the last three Eastern Conference Finals, and our Brian Windhorst took a deeper dive at how one shot helped shape this rivalry even further. It's simple, folks. The winner of this one gets a trip to San Francisco in the NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler had an iconic moment cradled in his hands. Game 7, 98-96. Smart on the drive, puts it off the window, missed it! Butler the rebound with 20 seconds to go. He had the ball and no fear. He can tie for the lead! It's Heat Celtics. It's been one of the NBA's great rivalries for the last decade. Who could forget... LeBron's 45-point Game 6 back in 2012. It's time to head back to Miami. Or the intensity in 2011. Hard to imagine a second-round matchup any better than this. And Rajon Rondo's terrible fall might have changed the series. James over Pierce. That might be the tiger. And of course, that overtime block by Bam Adebayo on Jason Tatum. Fresh-faced Tyler Hero's heroics in the 2020 bubble. How about this 20-year-old hero doing it again for the Heat? For an instant, it looked like Butler was about to win it again for the Heat. And what would have been the biggest shot in Miami since you-know-who. Butler's shot would have made the 20 Celtics three-pointers in Game 2 meaningless. And Tatum's dominant Game 4. What? Scoring 31 points in that vital win, too. Even Tatum and Jalen Brown combining for 47 points in the pivotal game five might have been lost to history. Jalen Brown with the finish! If that shot goes, 
Butler would have completed one of the great individual series in recent history. 41 points in a dominating game one. Then maybe the performance of a life. 49 rebounds, eight assists, four to keep the Heat alive in game six. Despite a painful knee injury, instantly becoming legendary. It's good and the foul. How would you describe Jimmy's game? <laughs> incredible. My bad, my bad. I right, listen. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. We're just weeks into this year, and the news is already nonstop. Two overseas wars, a presidential election already testing the democratic process, a former president in court. It can feel impossible to keep up with, but we can help. I'm Brad Milkey, the host of Start Here, the daily podcast from ABC News. Every morning, my team and I get you caught up on the day's news in a quick, straightforward way that's easy to understand. So kickstart your morning. Start smart with Start Here and ABC News, because staying informed shouldn't feel like a chore. The most powerful and profound words. In Game 7, Butler had scored 35 points on that wounded knee. And another bucket for Jimmy Buckets. He's got 35. Despite his heroics, he found themselves in a hole late. Tatum fires butter. Just as the champagne headed to the Celtics locker room, the Heat had manufactured a miracle 11-0 run in less than three minutes. Tatum with eight on the shot clock. Smart. Fires. Butler. The rebound with 20 seconds to go. Shot clock is off. He's going for the lead of three. But no, this time it went green. When he makes that shot, he's a hero. Well, that's what you have to live with as a best player. My teammates liked the shot that I took, so I'm living with it. Now the next chapter begins. Two teams with the title in reach again and in each other's way. The Heat, the Celtics, destined for more drama. And it starts again tonight. Here's tonight's doubleheader to tip off your weekend. It's a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics, they square off against the Heat at 7.30 Eastern. And then Steph and the defending champs, they host the two-time reigning MVP Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. Our coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. Coming up on NBA Today. Richard asked, and you yes. answered. We feature our fans' hottest takes from TikTok. TikTok. Stop, stop to the hot TikTok, you know. I can't stop, stop. believe doing this. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Yeah, I could do. Yo, get them donuts. Get out of them donuts. Get out of get get what, your get down, bro. Get your ass out of donuts. Yes, I went bald when I was young. 
Stop tagging me in this video. I do not look like that. Oh, okay, this is what I this is what I grew up on. This thing. Yeah, yeah they need to come back with it, though. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner, Jason Tatum, looking clean. He's got the J's matching the fit. We gotta travel on Loverboy over here. You guys want to get your face on NBA Today? Oh. Look, stitch this and give us your hot take for the season. Hottest. We're going to put your face up on that big screen and answer your questions. What is going on? Look, you guys asked for it. I told you when I got on TikTok <laughs> that we were going to bring the TikTok community to NBA today. That's what we are. I'm leading this segment. Everybody's on the side because this is what we do. This is what we talk about. So oh we asked you guys to give us your hottest take for the season. And so we want to hear it. We want to hear We want to hear from the community. So first up, what do we got? Who do we got? What's up, RJ? I think Herb Jones is a starter on a championship unit. He gives me Bruce Bowen vibes. I think he's going to be an all-league defender in the near future, and we're going to have a serious conversation about him being the defensive player of the year. Oh, okay. Okay, see, that's a smoking hot take. See, when a lot of people are talking about the New Orleans Pelicans, it's not just Zion. It's not just CJ. It's not just all the Brandon Ingram. It's not that. They have a very complete team, including that rookie, Herb Jones. She has some issues with his with his name. Wait, but, no, I nah. think the name Herb is awesome. So we talk about that every time we mention his prowess on the defensive end. He is a bad, bad man, and I love it. That's a deep cut, and everybody, this is the OG. You guys asked me to get him on ESPN. He's on ESPN. All, All right. right. Who is next? Who's next? Who, Who we got? Who we got? 76ers will be playing in the NBA Finals this year. Oh. Embiid is extra hungry after being snubbed last year. And let's be real, all the mojo in the world with the city of Philadelphia right now with the Eagles and Phillies dominating. Oh, Ooh. all right. What you got? Uh, Anna? Anna? Uh, did you see what happened in the last two games? I I'm just saying, the East is stacked. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at Anna's take here. Uh, I think the Sixers are going to be interesting this year, but the Bucks, I think we kind of all agree, they're still in that upper echelon so, right now. So we brought Anna on NBA Today just for you to just, just you know, Actually, no, we brought her on. I saw on her TikTok yes. she went on a date, I yeah. think, a couple of How'd days the date ago. So go? I hope that went well, Anna. I hope it, I hope it went well. We'll see you next take soon. Uh, okay, we'll see you next. And also, too, I, this is the last thing I want to say. Anna was the only basketball player that we found. Where are my high school basketball Hoover. players? Where's yes, Stanford at? Where's, oh, there's not. Where's Arizona at? Adia, get your people out there. I, listen, I, we need some more basketball people. Please. If you're not watching NBA today, don't tell me they're you know in basketball. Class studying if they're in Arizona. Ben you know that. Yeah. First of all, let's be honest. Like, let's be honest. All right, all right. I want to hear from more people. All right, who's up next? Who's who? We got we got one. We got some more. We got some more. Who's up next? Anything, and it's not because of Steph, it's not because of Clay, it's not because of Dre. It is because of this man right here, James Wiseman. Oh. Against other powerhouses in the West, like the Suns and the Grizzlies with dominant big men, we just couldn't keep up with our small ball. So now that we have James, I'm telling you, he's coming back to the Bay again. All right, do you agree with Sloan? See, this Sloan is this whole new generation of Warriors fans. Yes. They're confident, yeah. they're cocky. They don't even remember the misery. James <laughs> Wiseman looks good. I got to give it to her. He looks good. The pick and roll with Jordan Poole is yep. looking good, and DiVincenzo's looking good. But look, if they win, they actually win again. We all know why. Steph Curry and then everything else after Oh, that. that's true, but there you got to give credit to the depth. The fact that no, Wiseman and that depth, whole their kids group, are ready. They're, they're depth, they're ready. Sloan, their second unit is the best in the 100%. NBA. And between him and Jordan Poole, I don't know who's going to be the most productive. That's going to be a good uh, You think Jordan Poole's going to be more? I he, think by he, the end. He, 10 and 10. So he can do it in like 15 minutes. That's what but I'm saying. But if there's competition there, the, the dubs are winning. The dubs are women. The dubs are women. All right, we got one last one. Where's my guy Big Perk at? Oh boy. Where's we got Big Perk? 
Oh, no. Oh, we're going right. to play the video first? Okay. Give me the video. What we got next? What oh, we got God. next? My hot take is that Kendrick Perkins can now pronounce this man's name five times fast. I know he put in the work <laughs> in the offseason. He's ready to perform. Oh, Also, boy. shout out Big Perk and RJ. This was all RJ's idea. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. Okay. All right. Perk, can you Perk. do it? Can you can do, do it? it? Oh, he didn't even can have his ear it? in. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah, see, five I, I, times. I took my earpiece out. Once I once I found out that RJ was pretty much, this was his segment, I oh, didn't no. want to listen to him, so I took my earpiece out, so I didn't really hear nothing. Okay, can you say can you say, Mo, I, can, can, can you say Moses Moody five times fast? That was a bet on TikTok. I, 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 Let's hear Moses it. Moses Moody, 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 Moses Moody. We got our guys. In the offseason, look, I just want to say, make sure you guys, once a week, what we're going to do is we're going to send out some questions. You guys come back to us. You guys, get out of here, Perk. You guys tag us. Make sure you hit us up on TikTok. We're doing the cup it challenge on my TikTok. I can't, I, I can't do all that dance and stuff. That's not me. I can't dance. But make sure that you guys hit us up. We want to do this segment. We want to get your guys' faces up here. Make sure you get it. You repost it. You tag us. And, and let's it. give him his flowers. He is the TikTok. Yeah. I am. I'm the person that brought it here. So, you did. I just want to say thank you guys for getting it. Bill himself. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm not paying attention to him. Hey, more NBA today after this. I love that person. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. NBA Today is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more, and in part by Target. Shop exclusive Black Panther Wakanda Forever at Target. Welcome back to NBA Today. It's now time for Breaking Barriers, brought to you by Target. The spotlight is Candace Dupree, currently the San Antonio Spurs player development coach. Candace's impact on the basketball world has been huge. 16 WNBA seasons, a championship, a seven-time WNBA All-Star. She's also won two World Cup gold medals with Team USA. Just an icon of the sport. And with the season officially underway, we have yet another NBA 2K23 ratings update. Here are the top interior defenders, Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Bam Adebayo, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Giannis Attentacumbo. Speaking of Gobert, he and the Timberwolves face off against his old team, the Jazz, at 8 Eastern. Here are some other notable games on tonight's slate. The Nets, they get Joe Harris back as they face the Raptors. And we will also have the Heat, Celtics, and Warriors all in action. Just 
gutting news out of the NBA yesterday. Tony Brown, who officiated more than 1,100 NBA games over nearly two decades, has died after a battle with pancreatic cancer. He was only 55 years old. Brown was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer in April 2021, and he recovered to the point he was able to return to work in the NBA Replay Center last season. He entered hospice care in Atlanta in recent days, his family said. And, and Richard, I know both you and I, we got to know Tony a bit when we were in the bubble with him. What memories do you want to share with our viewers? Well, it, it, it's tough because when you come in as a rookie, you get to know these referees and you start to learn, you know, who they are and where they come from. And you, you do build relationships with them because we are a small, small family. The amount of referees, the amount of players, the people that are around us. And Tony was one of those guys. Tony was one of those guys that the referee loves him. You could, as a player, you could go talk to him, you know, before the game. He would ask you where you're going, how you're feeling, if you're coming back from injury. You know, the referees are a big, big part of, uh, uh, of the NBA family. That's part of the reason why I went and did the referee school. I wanted to learn more about their craft. And the bubble, to me, is where I really got to spend time. Yeah. You, you know, you got to have beers. You got to talk basketball. We got to really communicate on, on a personal level. So to hear this for his family, I just... I just you know, want to make sure that everyone knows that the NBA, the entire NBA is mourning, not just the referees, but mm -hmm. the basketball family, the broadcast family, like Tony was definitely one of those great, great people. I remember in the bubble, he was someone that I could go to and ask questions mm -hmm. about when I was trying to learn. I, I was my first time sideline reporting in the bubble, and so I would go up to him and I would ask him, hey, did I get this right? How could I do this better? And he was incredibly helpful. Our thoughts at NBA Today are certainly with Tony's family. Next week's star-studded NBA Wednesday doubleheader. It starts in Milwaukee at 7.30 Eastern with KD, Kyrie, and the Nets taking on Giannis and the Bucks. And then we're off to Mile High City for Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets hosting LeBron and the Lakers. Our coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 7 Eastern and on the app. As for this week... is over the season is here it was a celebration for the bay yeah Thompson nails the three they got you at an 80 yeah oh that looks like perk dribbling video <laughs> i'm mr petty we're not a team that's constructed of great shooting makes a statement and gives the yeah. shake that's a tell he's laying it out I know what time it is. It is Dame time. I want to win a championship, and I want to win it here. What does success look like for the Memphis Grizzlies? For sure, championship. Teeing it up. He was sprinting, and the chase down was beautiful. We are here in Crypto.com Arena. You're calling him? Why are you calling? I never liked you, bye. <laughs> oh, are we talking about Zion? What is that, Velvet? Got the little, little Can we get away for <laughs> Can we talk about these intriguing jackets? Not again. Because, no, no. no. My wife no. hates this one. <laughs> one year anniversary of NBA Day! Hey! Man, that was an awesome job by our staff. It was a, it was a memorable full uh, week. Uh, yeah, it was just okay. <laughs>
It was just okay. okay. Because how do we not have her <laughs> shot in that montage? Oh, oh yeah. That's how do fair. we not have that's your shot? Fair. First take? One take. One yeah, take. One take right. First of all, after, after you, say, you say it was one no, take. No, no. I wasn't there. Wow. It was one take. Whoa. That was like a whole segment of conversation straight to the table. It was one take, and she went. The warm-ups were not that. When, they, when it was game time, my sis was on. Yeah, yeah. Well, there were warm-ups. The okay, fact that before we shot yes, the segment, I was shooting on the floor, But that was live. Li- like, yeah. was live. It would have taken all day for me to make one. Yeah. yeah. So, know, but, like, that, that should have been on the highlight. And we could have done without swear. Perk. <laughs> we can never do without Perk. Uh, uh, shut up. <laughs> that do you yeah. like you end of Friday? He just succinct. Shut up. All right, oh, before it, all it. of us go and grab yeah. a post-show drink, there was a massive NFL trade that yes. went down last night. Christian McCaffrey getting a deal to Ron Niners. NFL Live is about to start. Is this the biggest deal that we're going to see come out of California? This is the biggest yes. deal for me, particularly, because you guys know what school he went to? No, Stanford, uh, baby! Oh, and I just want to see him in a position <laughs> to compete. And oftentimes, Stanford players, ever, ever since Coach Harbaugh was there in the Niners, why are you What's wrong her with mic. this? I love this. Stanford has a pipeline to uh, the 49ers, and now he found his way Juan back. Soto I want to see erasure. him be on a great Rock team. Is Juan Soto a erasure here? Did Juan Soto not get traded to California? Hey, going forward. We're going, going forward. forward. Well, forward. look, th- yes, Mina. that will be the biggest trade Mina. in California this season, oh, in my Mina. opinion, this, this season. season. We know. And, and by the way, uh, as a Rams official fan and spokesman, I just want, yeah, you got you to gotta make sure people know. That, that means you mean business. <laughs> okay. As a Rams official spokesman, I want to make sure people know that they're going to be very, very good. They're just going to lose the Rams. Oh, okay. Yeah. I appreciate well, you're a 49ers fan. Oh, right? You remember last year what happened to the 49ers? I just that I could do push-ups on television. Well, we'll do it again. That's going to do it for us this week. We will see you all on Monday when Adam Silver will be joining the show. Uh, NFL Live.